noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. All dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness. No eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye datu, up to no mind datu, no datu of dharmas, no mind consciousness datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the bodhisattvas have no attainment, abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Te Ata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangati Bodhisoha. As Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and Gandharvas, rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. <laughs> scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. 
Holy Lamas, high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready, a shower of rain, the teachings deep and wide. Tatanet, 
So, uh, again, we are looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, and we're particularly in the section that is called Training the Mind in the Stage of the Path Shared in Common with Beings of Small Capacity. Uh, so when we look at the outline of that specific section, uh, we find under that ma- major heading of Training the Mind in the Stage of the Path Shared in Common with Beings of Small Capacity, three categories. First, the actual training of thought of a person of small capacity. Second, the attitude, the measure of the attitude of a person of small capacity. Uh, and then the third category, dispelling any mis- conceptions related to a person of small capacity. Uh, So the first category, the actual training of thought of a person of small capacity, uh, we find two major headings. Uh, First, developing the state of mind that strives diligently for the sake of future lives. Uh, And then a second uh, um, category of relying on a means or a method uh, for achieving happiness in one's next life. Uh, So under that category of relying on a means or relying on a method for achieving happiness in one's next life, uh, we find that there are two major headings. Uh, So we have uh, first refuge uh, and then a second category of karma and its results. So we're currently dealing with the section on karma and its results. Uh, And then when we break that section down, we we have three major categories. So first, (coughs) reflecting on karma and its results in general. Uh, then second, reflecting on karma's results specifically or with its particulars. Uh, and then a third category of how one abandons uh, non-virtue and engages in uh, virtue uh, after uh, reflecting on karma and its results generally and particularly or specifically. Uh, so uh, when we get to uh, um, the first category, uh, we have uh, um, the, the first category of reflecting on karma and its effects in general. Uh, we have uh, two, two points that are made. Uh, first, uh, the actual way to reflect on karma and its effects in general, uh, and then reflecting on the distinctions among the varieties of karma. Uh, so that's we're moving, as we move through the outline, uh, if we look at that second heading, reflecting on the distinctions among the varieties of karma, uh, we'll find that there are uh, two major headings under that. Uh, we have first uh, um, the... Um, the principal teaching on the ten paths of action, Uh, and then uh, after that, uh, we have the determination of the effects of actions. So we've gone through the principal teaching on the ten paths of actions. Uh, So then when we get into the determination of the effects of actions section, uh, there are three major categories. First, black actions and their results. Second, white actions and their results. Uh, And then a third category of other classifications of karma. Uh, So that's... uh, um, where uh, a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so that's the section that we're currently in, uh, and I'll I'll let you know the page number exactly once Rinpoche leads in. Um, Deeksum. Oh yeah, 
Sumba, Sumba, Sumba legge, Rato, legge, Rato, io ho gente in basso, ho tenuto in basso. Sumba, Nabilende, Nabilende, legge, io ho gente in basso, Nabilende, Sage, Nabilende, Sage, Tasumba, legge, io ho gente in basso, ho tenuto in basso. Sage, 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 So in the section uh, we're currently dealing with, uh, the major heading uh, um, is the determination of uh, the effects of action. So this is the major heading that we're under. Uh, And then uh, we find the, the categories that we've already gone through. So we first find the category of black actions and its results. Uh, um, and then the next category, uh, white actions and their results, so we've gone through those two. Uh, and then we have the third category of the uh, other classifications, a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so this begins on page 239 in the English, uh, if you turn there, uh, and we're on, I believe, 185 in the Tibetan. Uh, so 239 uh, in the English, uh, where it begins um, that section on other classifications of karma. Okay. Nasu, Lunga is on Ledla, and the Gil Ledon, Megile, Layagatina, Dugani waters, Layagatege, Meje, Dolaje, Kangu, Hatuzi waters, Lay Dugatege, Lunga is on the Lay Dugatege, Nyoya that to Lusunte, Trojan waters, what the shade the Marbella. Less so. Many uh, religious traditions. Uh, explain um, um, the the, uh, uh, creation of things uh, by a creator God. So if we look at uh, Christianity uh, and other religious traditions that posit that, uh, we find uh, that things are created. When we look at all the the realms that uh, exist, uh, those of form and so forth, uh, we state that the by the other religious traditions state that these things were created, these realms were created by a god. So a god such as God in Christianity or Allah or Shiva. Uh, so we find these varying explanations of uh, how what the, the create how these things are created. But in the Buddhist tradition, we find that these actual realms, these existences, are created by karma. Uh, so we, karma is action. So we engage in action through our body, speech, and mind. So we engage in virtuous actions through our body, speech, and mind. We engage in non-virtuous actions through our body, speech, and mind. The virtuous actions that we engage in are the better actions that we engage in, which are the virtuous actions, give rise to rebirths and uh, existences such as the human realm, the desire realm gods, are uh, the two upper realms, form and formless realm experiences. Uh, the, the, the negative actions that we engage in 
uh, or the non-virtuous actions that we engage in uh, create the lower realms of suffering, the lower realms of the hell, hungry ghost, and animal. Uh, so this is how we, we as Buddhists, uh, um, explain uh, how the various um, forms are created. When I say forms, the existences uh, within in the realm, like an existence as a human, existence as a form being, existence as a di- desire realm god. Buddhism states these existences are created by karma. <laughs> So we find then uh, in uh, the great master uh, Nagarjuna's um, precious garland, uh, where it says, "From all not from non-virtuous actions come come all sufferings, and likewise all the miserable realms, uh, and from virtue come all the happy realms and the joys of existence." Uh, so we find this quote from the precious garland, uh, and what this is, uh, Master Nagarjuna is stating that the higher realms of existence, uh, the happy realms, the human's desire realm, the uh, form and formless realm existences, uh, these are all created by virtuous actions. Action. And the lower realms of suffering uh, of the hell-hungry ghost and animal are created by a non-virtuous action. So we find this uh, that point validated by Master Nagarjuna in the Precious Garland. <laughs> So, in looking at karma and the specifics, we find that uh, at this current moment, we are human beings. We have a human basis. So, we necessarily had, uh, when we look at the two classifications of karma, throwing karma and completing karma, or projecting karma and completing karma, we necessarily had virtuous uh, throwing uh, karma because we're human beings. Uh, because we were born in the upper realms of cyclic existence, in the higher realms. So we say that definitely, 
our throwing karma is virtuous uh, because uh, that is how uh, uh, one acquires upper realm rebirth. Then we look at the varying degrees or varying experiences that we have in this existence. We have wanted uh, happiness uh, and then we have unwanted suffering. Uh, so we have both of these experiences. It's not fixed one way or another. Uh, so we say that the completing karma uh, is mixed because of this. Um, so because of the varying experiences, the mixed experiences, there, is, there are varying uh, completing karmas or mixed completing karmas. So when we have uh, um, uh, various, the various sufferings that we have to experience, unwanted suffering, such as the suffering of birth, the suffering of aging, the suffering of sickness, uh, the suffering of death. Um, all of these experiences that are unwanted experiences, that are experiences of suffering, are necessarily caused by non-virtuous activities we've engaged in through our body, speech, and mind previously. The experiences which are different than that, those happy experiences, the experiences <coughs> that we want to have, uh, so, for instance, the happy, happy feelings that we have related to form or to tastes or to tactile sensations or to scents uh, um, or uh, um, zudra, or sounds, hearing uh, sounds. Uh, so these, these happy experiences that we have related to these things are a result of virtuous activities that we pre previously engaged in. Uh, so we see we have these varying experiences within the existence. So the existence itself, which is a human realm, has a positive or a virtuous projecting karma. But the varying experiences within that, the suffering and then the happiness, are caused by concordant previous actions. Uh, so, and these are the completing karma. So we say that there isn't certainty there uh, as to the experience because it's a mix, because there's a variety of potential, variety of potential. Uh, so, Lesson so when we speak of the lower realms of cyclic existence, we're speaking of the hell realm, the hungry ghost, and the animal realm. Uh, but when we think of these things, because we can't see them, uh, doubts may arise. We have a doubt. Um, so when we look at these three categories, if we just move to the animal realm, 
this is a realm which we can see. So this is something that we confirm exists with, by seeing. Uh, so we can analyze uh, that specific realm uh, in the following way. So when we look at the animal, shu gare, bird. Shu bird, Okay. So we can see uh, the animal realm. So there's no doubt about that existence. So uh, when we look at dogs, cats, or birds, uh, these are examples of animals. Uh, so we can say that because these beings are born in a lower realm, uh, they necessarily have a non-virtuous or a negative throwing karma. Uh, so we, we say that, that this is what propelled them into their existence. Why? Uh, because they are in the lower realms of cyclic existence, therefore there must be a negative propelling or negative throwing karma. Um, but then, uh, within that existence, there are varying experiences. Uh, so we can't say that there is fixed uh, virtuous or non-virtuous completing karma um, because of the various experiences that these animals have. For instance, a dog uh, has times uh, that, uh, that it's happy, or he or she's happy, um, or feels good. Uh, this is not caused by non-virtue. Uh, so we see that it's something different that is causing this experience, and this is caused by a previous virtuous action. And then in the case of a dog, we also find uh, times when the dog suffers, when it has an unwanted state of suffering. Um, and this uh, was not caused by a virtuous action. This was caused by a previous non-virtuous action. Uh, so we see uh, when it comes to the completing factors, there is a various karmas that are taking place um, because of the... Uh, various experiences. Those happy experiences being caused by virtue. Those unhappy experiences be being caused by non-virtue. So previous virtue, previous non-virtue. Dixong. <laughs> What to soak my shoe over there, and the cotton magi pamperate there, and the shubert benjamins over there, gay to a shivers. To Jenna, gay she to Tetana, Penjigi, Pambala, Doji Janki, Tubatan, and the Magi Tubanita, Penjig Magi Pambala, Doji Magi Tubatan, gay to the Majibos. What about the institution Yeah. Uh, so we're going to read beginning on page 239. Uh, so it says uh, the major heading is a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, and then we're in the first category the distinction between projecting and completing karma. 
Uh, although the karma that projects a rebirth into a happy realm is virtuous, and the karma that projects a rebirth into a miserable realm is non-virtuous, there is no such certainty with regard to completing karma. Non-virtuous actions create even in the happy realm such effects as not having complete limbs, fingers, or sensory organs, and having an unpleasant color, a short lifespan, many illnesses, and poverty. Uh, further, uh, uh, virtuous actions create consummate wealth even for animals and hungry ghosts. Uh, so here we have again the, an example uh, of beings such as animals or hungry ghosts uh, who have a non-virtuous uh, uh, throwing karma. Uh, but in this case it's making the example of those beings uh, who are in the lower realm that are wealthy. So we find in many cases that uh, Nagas are, are quite wealthy, uh, are, are rich, uh, and then other hungry ghosts are actually uh, quite rich um, from mat materially. Uh, so even though they have a non-virtuous throwing karma, we find in those cases, in those examples, where there is a virtuous completing karma um, because of the, um, thing, the enjoyments that they have and the experiences that they have. Um, so uh, it's just giving uh, another example. Uh, it says, this being the case, there are four sides to the relationship between being projected uh, and being completed. Uh, among lives that are the result of virtuous projecting karma, there are both results from virtuous completing karma and from non-virtuous completing karma. Uh, um, I, I'm just going to stop there because Rinpoche just read a little bit. Among lives that are the, I'm going to read the rest of it. Uh, among lives that are the result of non-virtuous, uh, um, I'm just going to start here. Among lives that are the result of virtuous projecting karma, there are both results from virtuous completing karma and from non-virtuous completing karma. Uh, um, among lives that are the result of non-virtuous projecting karma, there are both results from non-virtuous uh, completing karma and from uh, virtuous completing karma. And now we're going to get into a quote from Asanga's uh, Compendium of Knowledge. And so where do we find this uh, explanation of throwing karma and completing karma? We find it presented in Asanga's Compendium of Knowledge. So in, in Jayan Sheba's text where we find a category which is called the explanation of, of uh, the throwing, uh, uh, explanation of, throw, of throwing, something like that, explanation of the throwing, pentu, gitsu, explanation of the throwing, we find... Uh, this uh, asanga um, um, under that head, asanga's quote under that heading, under the main explanation. It might be of throwing and completing. Maybe it's abbreviated. I'd have to see the text, but um, it's it's just basically the tzul is the explanation. So the explanation of, uh, and, and then we find asanga cited. <laughs> Uh, 
我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我是主播是来这里吧,我
The treasury of knowledge explains that a single action projects a single rebirth and does not project many rebirths. There are many completing actions, but many projecting but many projecting actions do not project a, a single body. Uh, so here, uh, this is according to um, uh, Basu Bandhu's Treasury of Knowledge, and uh, this is actually a presentation given according to the Vabashika school, the great exposition school. So their way of explaining is quite coarse. Uh, so we find a more thorough, a more stable explanation uh, given by Lord Asanga in the Compendium of Knowledge. So then we find uh, um, quotes from that to follow uh, next. So it says, uh, um, so this is what it says in the Treasury of Knowledge. One projects one rebirth. Those that bring about completion are many. So here the assertion is that one action, one karma, uh, projects one rebirth. So it doesn't project a multitude of rebirths uh, or any of the other variables. It's just one karma creates one rebirth. So this is according to the Vabashika school. Uh, so here, Asanga states in the Compendium of Knowledge, uh, there is karma where a single action projects one body. Uh, there is karma where a single action projects many bodies. There is karma where many actions project a single body. 
there is karma where many actions project many bodies. Uh, so then it says, the, so there are these varying possibilities. So there is one, a karma that could create one body, a karma that could create many bodies, multiple karmas that create a single body, uh, and then um, uh, um, multiple uh, karmas that create many bodies. So there's all of these varying uh, possibilities. Uh, and then it goes on to say, the commentary explains the Sangha's four types of karma respectively as a single instant of an action nourishing a seed of only a single lifetime's fruition. That action nourishing, nourishing a seed of many lifetimes fruitions, many instants of an action again and again nourishing a seed for just a single body, and many mutually uh, dependent actions repeatedly nourishing seeds for the many bodies of a succession of lifetimes. Uh, so we find uh, the example that we previously went over uh, where the poor couple uh, made an offering of a gold piece and some very clean water in a, in a, in a pot or in, in a chalice or some sort of offering vessel. And as a result of that virtuous action, uh, they offered this to the spiritual community, to the Sangha. Um, and as a result of this virtuous action, uh, all of their lifetimes, they were born with beautiful bodies. In, in uh, all of their future lifetimes, they were born uh, in the higher realms with beautiful bodies. So we can see how this one action has projected uh, many different um, births. Uh, and then in the case uh, of non-virtue, we find the example uh, of the um, a person who is in the monastery uh, and was they call him the biba they call the gomchen con gomchen yin gomchen so na drapa yin drapa ni yin the drapa ni drapa so pa shen okay okay pa shen ni zuku anju chao yin ta drapa zu ma ni yin ma du ba 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 lo biba na hong du lo yin ro anu wo te ngak di ba chi ro ta la te ni ko biba ji wo ngak le ma uh, so we have the story that in, of in the monastery uh, where there were monks that were reciting texts. There was a monk there who uh, found this, to, was annoyed um, by the sound of the recitation. Uh, so he went uh, to uh, where they were reciting these texts and started to call them names and said that you so don't sound like you're saying anything holy, you sound like frogs. Uh, so he called them this ne negative name. He called the other monks, said that they sounded like frogs. And then as a result of this one negative action, it stated that he was born uh, with 500 times as a frog. Uh, so we see uh, in the case of non-virtue uh, how one uh, action can create uh, um, a multitude of experiences uh, in the case of that example. Let <laughs> Shebi 
so we're on page 240, uh, and we're the karma. Um, so we're on page 240. Um, so we've gone through this section. Uh, just one thing I forgot. So since beginningless time, we've engaged in these actions. Uh, and we have within our continuum these actions that have left imprints. And then it's these imprints of these actions that arise into these experiences that we're speaking of. Uh, so Rinpoche just mentioned, since beginningless time, we've been accumulating these things that create these experiences. So I, the beginningless time thing I forgot to translate. Uh, so now we're in... Uh, the section on karma whose result you will definitely or only possibly experience. So, uh, and then within this section, uh, we find various points that are made. First, uh, uh, we go over the um, karma um, that is uh, done uh, and then karma that is accumulated. Uh, so we find uh, these two categories, um, um, karma, the action that is done and then action that is accumulated. Uh, and then we get into the three categories of uh, karma which will ripen in this lifetime, karma which will ripen into the immediate next lifetime, and then karma which gives rise to results in many lifetimes uh, later. Uh, so uh, we will get into those points uh, also. Uh, so now we're a karma whose result you will definitely or only possibly experience. Okay. <laughs> ね、しゃしゃば。あんたに無視しゃば。ラマラジュス。じゃんじゃさじてと、てこんてるとんせんでしんどす。じゃまるば。ちゃしゃば、しゃしゃばとさいごじてれ。さいごじれ、にょんげ
whose result you are not certain to experience, uh, which is uncertain, uh, the experience is uncertain, is that consciously done but not accumulated. Uh, so these are the, um, this, this is the summary uh, section, according to Jayan Sheva. Dig some. Luigia So the level of yogic deed says, karma whose result you will definitely experience is that consciously done and accumulated. Karma whose results you are not certain to experience is that consciously uh, um, done but not accumulated. So here, 
the first, so what is meant by um, uh, the certain to experience? So when we look at the uh, um, non-virtuous deeds, so we look at killing, for instance, uh, consciously done means that one has premeditation, one is thinking about it, uh, and then, then uh, uh, executing the task. So in this case, it's killing. So one is thinking about it, uh, has a, um, um, you know, uh, prior to the event, is thinking, he said, Rinpoche said, uh, thinking about it for a long time, uh, and then executes the task. At that point, it's a karma that is accumulated uh, that one uh, is, uh, will definitely experience. Uh, so that's in the example of killing. Uh, then we look at the next, uh, um, uh, stealing. Uh, so uh, when one uh, thinks about stealing something for a long time, uh, or, or uh, has this premeditation uh, uh, relating to the stealing, and then actually steals, at that point, it's an accumulated karma that one was, is certain to experience. Uh, then we look at the next uh, um, sexual misconduct. If one thinks about sexual misconduct uh, for a period of time uh, and then engages in the sexual misconduct, uh, this is an accumulated karma of sexual misconduct that one uh, uh, whose result you will definitely experience. Uh, so the certainty of uh, the result. Uh, then we get on to the, so those are the three non-virtues of the body. When we look at non-virtues of the speech, uh, um, we have lying, for instance. So if one thinks uh, um, about lying for a period of time, for a long period of time, uh, and then actually tells something, tells an untruth, lies, at that point there is accumulation, and then this, there, this is a, a karma whose result you will definitely experience. Uh, and then the next, uh, we have um, uh, divisive speech, the same, thinking about divisive speech for a long time, <coughs> and then actually engaging, engaging in speech which divides, a divisive type of speech. Uh, if one does that, then we have this premeditation, we have this conscious, consciously done aspect that qualifies it, uh, that makes it a karma that is accumulated, and therefore karma whose result you will definitely experience. Uh, then we move on to the next uh, um, harsh words. Uh, if one thinks about in engaging in harsh words for a long time and then says something, then uh, executes the task by saying something bad, saying something terrible. Uh, then this becomes a karma that's accumulated, and it's a karma whose result you will definitely experience. Uh, and then this applies, Rinpoche stopped there, and said then this applies also to the other non-virtues as well, the um, gossip, uh, and then the other three non-virtues of the mind, covetousness, harmful intent, and, and wrong view. Uh, so it would be, we would apply the same way of thinking uh, to those others uh, and to understand um, uh, how it is, uh, becomes a karma that you will definitely experience. Lujinje, 
Okay. Uh, so then it, this karma whose result you are not certain to experience is that um, uh, uh, not consciously done uh, um, but not acu- but not accumulated. I have to I gotta look at this, but Rimache is saying if you in, uh, do not engage in this um, premeditation, this thinking about the task uh, before, um, uh, one engages in it, if there isn't this premeditation, uh, then it becomes uh, a karma that one is not certain to experience. So there's uncertainty there. It doesn't mean that one won't, but it's saying that there is uncertainty there related to the experience. So if this uh, premeditation uh, isn't there, uh, then it isn't necessarily something that one will experience. Um, so that's what the meaning of this is. We'll get into it further. So we'll take a short break uh, and we'll get right right back to this after. I'm just ชีบะตะซาบิชะบะโอเคชีบะตะซาบิชะบะโอเคชีบะสะกันตะนิจิลละกะเรซาบะสะกันตะนิจิลละกะเรสวะตะเลตะมารบะตะชีบะสะกิ
The same text sets forth distinction between having done karma and having accumulated karma. So in Jamyan Sheba's text, uh, this is the second uh, category, the distinction between karma you have done and accumulated karma. Um, so here it says, what is karma that you have done? An action that you have thought about or that you have consciously set in motion either physically uh, or vocally. Um, so here this, uh, this consciously uh, means that you're actively doing it. You're not unconscious. It's something that you're actively doing. So uh, within that word consciously, it just means that uh, it, it, it doesn't have within it um, uh, this premeditation per se. Um, it can be within it, but just as a note, this consciously means that you're just doing it. You're, you're consciously doing it. Um, I don't know how to say it in any other way, but I just want to make it clear that that's not, it's not loaded into that. Uh, um, so an action that you've done or thought about or that you have consciously set in motion. So here, uh, when we look at the varying actions, we look at the three non-virtues of the body. Um, so if we uh, think about killing uh, and then do it, uh, then we've created uh, um, a, a karma that we have done, which is killing. Uh, if we think about stealing and then we do it, uh, we've created a karma which is done, has been done, which is stealing, uh, stealing karma. And then the same holds true for sexual misconduct. If we uh, think about uh, the sexual misconduct uh, and then do it, uh, then we um, have uh, engaged in a sexual misconduct that has been a karma that has been done which is a karma that has been done. And then the same holds true for the four non-virtues of the speech. Um, lying, divisive speech, harmful, uh, harsh words, uh, and gossip. Uh, and when we think about lying and then do it, or we think about dividing divisive speech and then do it, or we think about uh, um, uh, harsh words and then and do it, or we think about uh, gossip and then we do it, uh, then this is called the uh, 
uh, karma that we have done, and then in this case through our speech, the four non-virtues of our speech. Uh, so here it says, an action that you have thought about or that you have consciously set in motion, either uh, physically or vocally. So here we're speaking of... Uh, um, the actions of the body and actions of the speech uh, when we're looking at this category of something that we've actually done, a karma that we've done. Lunakile so when we look at karma that is not uh, um, uh, that you have accumulated um, uh, we can find there are uh, various categories, but that one hasn't done. So if we look at karma that is accumulated, it hasn't been done. Uh, we can find the examples uh, when we look at the uh, non, three non-virtues of the body and four non-virtues of the mind. If we think about, uh, uh, for a very long time, the actual killing, the act of, of killing, but then we don't commit the act, we've accumulated this karma, but we haven't done it. Uh, so when it comes to um, stealing, or it comes to sexual misconduct, or uh, lying, divisive speech, harsh words, or uh, gossip, um, when we think about these things for an extended period of time, but we don't do them, then we say this is karma that's accumulated, but not been done. Uh, so that's how we would make this distinction uh, in that case. So Rinpoche, just as an aside, uh, mentioned this, um, and then we'll get into the body of the text. Nghe de lo so when we look at the misdeed of killing, which is a very great misdeed, it becomes a, 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 a very negative when we have this desire to kill 
uh, and then we think about it repeatedly and we uh, uh, nourish this idea uh, to kill, um, by doing so it becomes a, a great level of negativity that is accumulated. Um, so this, this thinking uh, over a long period of time over and over again uh, becomes a, a, a very negative karma. Um, and in here, uh, um, um, uh, 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 I'm sorry, in this section, uh, we are going to find out deeds which are done but are lighter um, because of a factor. Um, so that's what we're going to get into next. Okay. Tasa bilene, naba chubu matubate, data des, lesser. Melodus, but us, tapana tejija, and the melodon has a yelotado, suju and yelota, you are a masomashu and yelota. Melodu, suju and yelota, but you know, diva. Chibukaymar. <laughs> What the Sukhnaka in Debachungu is a man of it. What the Sabile Maris, Mashevishiba Sabile Maris, Sajid Mabat, Sajid Mabat, no treasure, no treasure. What the Sabile Maris is a Trapper Milas, Kulu Trapper Maba, Junchas Maba, Tanzan Tesje, and Tapa Majibaina, Debachavi in Samarota, Neshebata. No, I should not Raji when <laughs> Sabi, let's go to the 
ಮಗು ಹಚ್ಚು karma that you have accumulated is that not included uh, among the following types of actions so uh, accumulated karma is heavy is a, the the greatest negativity so once it's accumulated we find that then it's a, it's the greatest negative uh, so these are examples of um, actions that don't categorically fall under that which is accumulated, under that heavy category. Uh, actions done in dreams. Uh, so act- things that are done in dreams aren't actually being done, therefore uh, they don't fall categorically under this. Uh, so if we <coughs> dream, engage in killing, or in a dream we engage in sexual misconduct, uh, then uh, in this case this doesn't become an accumulated karma uh, those done unknowingly so if we didn't know we did something uh, those done unconsciously uh, so if we uh, uh, did so while we weren't conscious um, uh, so uh, those done without intensity or not continuously so not uh, doing this with a great amount of um, want intensity related to wanting to and not continuously meaning uh, something that's not done all the time uh, or done over and over again those done in error those done forget uh, for uh, getfully those done without wanting to those ethically neutral Rimche is saying that here this is referring to permanent phenomena um, um, uh, to those uh, 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 ethically neutral. So, for instance, uncompounded space is an example of something that uh, would categorically fall under that which is permanent, that which is ethically neutral. So, uh, those eradicated through regret. So, if one has regret for having done the negativity, then this regret uh, compromises the potency of the non-virtue. It makes it less, uh, makes it lighter. Uh, and then uh, those eradicated with a remedy. So if one applies an antidote or a remedy to the negativity, then it decreases its potency as well. Uh, so it says karma that you have accumulated is the remaining actions, the ones included in the, these ten types of actions. Karma that you have not accumulated is just the ten types of actions accumulated above. So here, karma that's been accumulated are those ten non-virtuous actions, uh, which then don't have the presence of these qualifications that make it not accumulated. Uh, so uh, then if there is this, act, any among those ten done without the presence of these ten uh, variables, then it's necessarily a karma that's accumulated in the greatest <laughs> level of negativity. Uh, but if we look at the same uh, uh, true uh, with virtue, so if we look at non-virtue, if we uh, engage in uh, killing, uh, um, um, for instance, if we think about it for a long time and then engage in the killing, then this uh, this uh, pre uh, um, this this thinking for a long period of time create makes it into an accumulated uh, action in the same way that if we think about it for a long time and then engage in uh, um, sexual misconduct, stealing, divisive speech, harsh words, gossip, or um, um, lying, that uh, uh, if we think about it for a long time and then engage in that task, 
then it becomes a karma uh, that is accumulated and becomes uh, in the category of the, the most uh, negative. And the same is true for virtue, though. Uh, if we engage in the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities and we do so uh, by first thinking about um, the abandonment of these non-virtues and so forth for a period of time, uh, then this also creates a great amount of virtue that is accumulated. Uh, so the same is true for virtue as is for non-virtue, uh, that if there is this uh, um, pre-step, which is uh, um, engaging in consciously thinking of it, um, uh, then it, it increases uh, the virtue or the non-virtue to the point where it's considered an accumulated action. <laughs> So in Basu Chuji Jetsons, we find that uh, um, what qualifies uh, these uh, is that it gives rise to the three types of results. Uh, so we have the results of this life, next life, and uh, many Less so. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, when we look at uh, um, the, how actions uh, become uh, um, accumulated, uh, when we look in the case of non-virtuous actions, if we uh, even if we don't engage in the action itself, but we think about it for a very, very long time, then we actually can accumulate it uh, without having done it. So we can find the case uh, where uh, if we think about it for a long time, uh, there is uh, accumulation there, uh, even though there isn't completion. And with accumulation, we know that this is the greatest level of non-virtue. Uh, um, so uh, if we have this pre-thinking, uh, then it becomes the greatest level of non-virtue. So then if we look at um, uh, the case where uh, what, what is something that is both uh, an accumulated action uh, and an action uh, um, that it's done, 
will say that it's actions uh, that give rise to any of the three types of, of results uh, um, that were previously stated. So we find in Basu Chuji Jetson's uh, commentary that he states that uh, if we look for something uh, which is both, it is that which gives rise to uh, those three uh, types of results. And Rinpoche said we'll get into uh, more of this uh, as we go on. Um, but if we look in the case of non-virtuous activity, uh, if we uh, think about any among those ten non-virtues for a long period of time, <coughs> it becomes a, a great level of non-virtue that is accumulated. But then the same is true for virtue. If we um, think about the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities for a very long time, uh, then this creates an accumulated, uh, even though we don't actually uh, engage in the ethics which abandons them, if we think about it for a long time, then it creates a great amount of virtue virtue as well, of accumulated virtue, even though there isn't an actual uh, karma that's done. Uh, that, um, that's it. Digson. So here, when we, we look at the uh, ten types of action, uh, which something, if it's included within, is, not, is necessarily not an accumulated action, we find this first uh, actions done in dreams. Uh, so, if, uh, so that's the first example of those ten. So if there is an action that is done, that is uh, thought about, uh, so that is thought about for a period of time, uh, 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 and it doesn't have any of the characteristics that are presented in these ten, uh, then it is necessarily an accumulated action or accumulated karma. So if it's a, in a category of action uh, and it's been thought about for a while and it doesn't, create, it doesn't include any of these, then it's accumulated action. <laughs> So, so when we look at something that uh, uh, karma that is not accumulated, here is an example: an action done in a dream. So why is this uh, the case? Um, that it's not accumulated because the mind, uh, actions done in the dreams aren't stable um, uh, because the mind at that point in time isn't stable. It's in a dream state. So therefore, it's not a great amount of uh, non-virtue uh, because the mind is not <coughs> stable at that point in time. What the so here we have three categories. We have karma that is done, karma that is accumulated, and then karma that is not accumulated. So if we look at what uh, karma that one uh, has done, if we look at the uh, definition uh, um, uh, of karma that is done, we find an action that you have thought about 
or that you have consciously set in motion either physically or vocally. So uh, here this is an action that one has set in motion. Uh, but, uh, and then we have all the different divisions of actions. So accumulated karma is an action that's done with a large amount of thinking. Uh, so any of the ten non-virtuous activities that are done with uh, uh, thinking about them uh, for a great deal uh, becomes a karma that is accumulated. Um, so actions done in dreams would be something that's not accumulated because it categorically doesn't fit that. Uh, so this is uh, uh, some, when an, so when we engage in a virtue, so when we think about a vir any among the ten ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities for an extended period of time, uh, then this becomes a karma that is accumulated, uh, um, that is virtuous. Um, so we see uh, this length of time uh, that, that one is a relationship with thinking about it, with this uh, um, uh, uh, pre-planning uh, that makes it an accumulated karma. <laughs> So, so if we were to say, can you posit an example of karma that is done but that is not accumulated, uh, we would posit the example um, of uh, a killing or a stealing that is done but has not been thought about for a period of time, that has not been thought about over a long period. There's not this premeditation. Uh, so uh, something that's been done, but there isn't this premeditation to make it an accumulation. So when uh, we're looking at what an ex show, an example of that, we would give that example as that which is done but not accumulated. Dig some. <laughs> So then when we look at the non-virtues of the speech, of uh, um, lying, harsh words, divisive speech, and gossip, um, if we engage in uh, any of those actions uh, um, without having this, uh, th without this premeditation, without thinking about them for a period of time and we just do them, uh, then this becomes uh, um, uh, karma that is done by the speech but not accumulated. So then if we look at something which is both uh, accumulated karma 
uh, and karma that you have done, we would say that any of the non-virtues of the body of killing, stealing, and sexual misconduct, and any of the non-virtues of the speech, of lying, divisive speech, harsh words, and gossip that are done and thought about for a long period of time, or done with premeditation. Uh, so any among those examples that are done with premeditation are examples of karma that is done and accumulated karma. So this is something, an example, uh, which is both, or a common locus. <laughs> So then when we want to say what is an example of a karma that is accumulated uh, but not done, uh, we would say the example of any of the uh, non-virtues of the body uh, uh, or speech that are thought about uh, for a long period of time or duration of time uh, but then not actually executed. So um, these would be examples of karma that is accumulated uh, but not done. Uh, so we have examples. So Rinpoche went through the, the four possibilities, three possibilities. This is what this is relating to. So here we find there are four possibilities. So if it is a um, karma that you have done, it is not necessarily uh, um, an accumulated karma. Uh, so we've just Rinpoche gave the case of... Uh, um, uh, one that's not thought about, an action that's not thought about over a period of time. It's been done, but it's not accumulated. If it is karma that is accumulated, uh, it is not necessarily karma that you have done. So Rinpoche just gave the example of uh, where you think about it for a long time, but you don't actually engage, you don't execute any among those seven uh, um, of the, the, the body. So why then isn't it karma, that, why is it karma that you've accumulated but karma that, but not karma that you've done? It's not karma that you've done because it's not an action that you have thought, that you have consciously set in motion physically or, vo or, or vocally. Uh, so that qualification's not there. You haven't actually killed or stolen. You haven't act, uh, you know, any of the three non-virtues of the body haven't actually taken place, or four non-virtues of the mind haven't actually taken place. And then Rinpoche said there's something which is both, and that's an, a non-virtue, whether there are three of the body or four of the mind, that has been thought about for a long time, uh, and then act, actively engaged in. This would be something which is both a karma that you have done, or an action that you have done, and an action that you've accumulated. Then, eh? The Nikamayambi. Okay. Uh, so then if something which is neither would be a non-accumulated karma. Uh, an, an example of a non-accumulated karma. Um, uh, because, uh, so something done in a dream, for instance. Something done in a dream uh, is not uh, uh, karma that you've done because you haven't consciously set it in motion physically or vocally in a dream. You haven't actually done that. Uh, and then it is not uh, accumulated karma uh, 
because it's in the category of non what makes it not accumulated, which uh, so uh, then we would say that is something which is neither accumulated or karma that you've done, a non-accumulated karma, and then specifically a non-accumulated karma that uh, hasn't been done. Because uh, there's, as a note, there's a non-accumulated karma that's been done, um, obviously. Uh, so this is an example of a, a non-accumulated karma uh, that has not been done. So that's the four possibilities. There's something, there's A, this is a way some people really understand it, that, if there is A, there's not necessarily B. If there's B, there's not necessarily A. There's something which is both A and B, and then there's something which is neither A nor B. Uh, so that's the way to explain the four possibilities in another way. <laughs> so then uh, we could even be make an easy example for something which is neither and say, a rabbit with horns. <laughs> <laughs> so then you could say then, uh, so show something which is neither accumulated karma nor karma that you have done. And you would say a rabbit with horns. Oh, a rabbit with horns is not karma that you've done? No, it's not karma that you've done because it's not an action set in motion physically or verbally. Uh, a rab the subject rabbit with horns is not a karma accumulated? No, it's not a karma accumulated because it's not an action. It's not an activity. <laughs> so it's good to, to get, uh, um, uh, give a little bit of a teaching or, uh, on debate or on philo uh, dialectics uh, um, because then you can practice. So in this, uh, we have these, uh, um, these presentations and without a really using debate, to uh, um, analyze this, you really can't pull the meaning out of it. So this book is very uh, um, potent, or this book has a lot of uh, importance or great information because we find within it all of the teachings on the Vinaya. We find within it the perfection of wisdom teachings. We find within it the Madhyamaka teachings, we find within it the Abhidharma teachings, uh, and so forth. Uh, we find within it the teachings on the commentary on the Compendium of Vowed Cognition. So the Pramanavartika, the Prajnaparamita, the Madhyamika, all of these are found within this text. So then it says, uh, karma that you have not accumulated is just the ten types of actions accumulated above. So then it qualifies what a not accumulated karma is. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and now we're going to get into uh, a Sangha's compendium of t determinations uh, where we'll find the presentation of those four possibilities or those four permutations. Uh, so we're going to go through this and this will expand it, what we've gone over even more. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So now we'll get into this. Uh, the compendium of determination presents four permutations between karma done uh, and karma accumulated. Killing, that is, karma which you have done but not accumulated, is seen in the following case that done unknowingly, that done in a dream, uh, that not done intentionally, that which another person forced you to do against your will, that done only once and then regretted, uh, that much uh, um, lessened upon assuming a vow to give up killing after overcoming the desire to kill by means of a deep understanding of its faults, uh, that desire, uh, um, that whose seed you weaken before its fruition can start by means of separating from worldly attachment and that whose seed you have actually destroyed with a super mundane path of elimination. Uh, so we have 
worldly paths uh, and out-of-worldly paths or unworldly paths that are uh, being presented uh, uh, here. Uh, um, so when we, we look at um, uh, this first example uh, of, of the killing which is done uh, but not accumulated, we find these um, qualifications. Uh, and uh, when we get to the, uh, the part where it speaks of the separation, um, the separation begins to take place uh, when we engage first in these worldly paths. So when we look at worldly paths, those are paths which are non-superior paths. Uh, so for instance, when we look at uh, the negativities such as uh, attachment, uh, or we look at the negativity of, of hatred, uh, we can apply an antidote uh, or a worldly path to that, uh, which is, uh, for instance, meditating upon ugliness or impurity. This becomes an antidote uh, to attachment. Now, this will have the ability to lessen that attachment. So, you know, so it will have that. Uh, and the reason it's also called worldly um, is because it is uh, uh, something that we share with non-Buddhists as well. So we have the ability to achieve um, these kind of meditations, uh, such as the awareness of the impurity. We have the, the, we have the ability to uh, achieve the state of single-pointed concentration related to these topics. Um, uh, so these would be um, um, practices that one could do on the uh, non-superior uh, paths. So such as the path of accumulation uh, and then the path of preparation. Uh, but when we get to the path of meditation and path of no more learning, then these become super mundane paths. They become superior paths or aria paths. Uh, and then these become the true... Uh, these, these are able to truly um, separate us from uh, our uh, cyclic existence because of the fact that it is our grasping at true establishment uh, that uh, uh, um, is the root of cyclic existence. So when we look at the super mundane path, we're looking at um, realizing, having a direct perception of emptiness as presented in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. So uh, it says here, form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. Uh, so by relying upon dependent origination, uh, we are able to uh, um, get rid of what the root of all these negativities really are. Uh, and then these super mundane paths uh, uh, begin when we achieve a direct realization of that reality. Uh, so this is what the... Uh, so it says here by means of... Uh, so it begins with uh, worldly... Uh, uh, the separating from worldly attachments. So here this is speaking of those worldly paths. Uh, and then the super mundane path. Uh, uh, which is unworldly, uh, uh, or otherworld, be, could be translated as, or uh, not, yes, uh, otherworldly, um, would, would be those aria paths, those superior uh, paths. Need some of the conglomerates. So, so when we, do, we, we go through this, and it, uh, um, it's only in this great treatise where you find this debate that takes place with the four possibilities. When you go look at some of the other 
Lam Rim ca uh, commentaries, uh, they leave it alone. They don't really get into uh, this part and, and these points that are made. Uh, so uh, uh, um, we, we find that it's just kind of put down uh, from there. Um, uh, so we find this presentation uh, that if we look at it, we'll be able to understand the meaning. Uh, and, and we'll understand this, but we don't find any of these other commentaries where they, they can present it. So Rimche is saying... Look at, look at how wonderful this information is. which is difficult, but the meaning is it's very so all of the importance is there. So if we slowly read it, then we'll find that it's really not that hard to understand. Uh, so we have a couple of minutes left, literally three. Um, does anyone have uh, any question uh, or we can do the dedication? Okay, yeah. Okay, so dedication? Yeah. <clears throat> so concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme, the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of all In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. Powerful Abhulkateshvara attends in Yato. Stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life, the precious Kensar Wanda, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Ramchi Gutsi Shabi Denrala, Zulam Ramchamba Kanga Trilama, 